we're back. What's up, everybody? Benja, well done. Coming at you live on this beautiful Sunday, July the 23rd at 10.53 in the morning. How are you doing? So, learning the scientific method. You know what's so great about the scientific method is that you can use it, essentially, for anything in the world to be better at something. The scientific method is essentially problem-solving at its finest. Former director of the CIA, Donald Rumsfeld, once said that there's things that we know, things that we don't know, things that we don't know that we don't know. In a weird way, he indirectly expressed the scientific method, okay? Because everybody knows what they uh, uh, know and once they have a certain task, but in the scientific method, you, you broaden that approach to learn, to, to try to like focus on the things that you're not good at, be better at it, okay? And then try to open your mind and, and find out what other things are there even that you could do to make yourself better in such a task, right? So, you know, I feel like everybody knows how to learn, but not proficiently. And I had a conversation with somebody on the phone the other day, and it was so impactful to them from what they said, I thought I would do a post about it, right? So, you know, the first stage of learning anything, and again, you could use this if you're a soldier, a scout sniper, uh, a professional athlete, jujitsu, whatever. And I'm gonna be giving several examples for jujitsu throughout this explanation, okay? Uh, but you can fill in the blank and you can use it for anything, right? So anyway, moving on. When you're learning something, the first stage of learning, okay, is observation. When you're observing something, you're really, when you're learning it, you're really just trying to absorb as much as you can, as much as possible on that first iteration. Then you put your hands on that task and you try to implement it to your best of your ability. You're still learning it. You're still learning it. You haven't actually learned it until you can do it without supervision, which I'll get to in a moment, right? But then you continue to work on it with supervision until you can do it without, okay? Once you can do it without supervision, as we in jiu-jitsu or in sports and whatnot, you refer to it as drilling, right? You drill it. You make it over and over and over and over again, okay? Then after you drill it on a stationary way, then you try to... Uh, uh, implement it in as many different ways as you can possible, okay? So, for example, if you are a uh, uh, football player and there's a certain kind of pass that you wanted to throw. Hey, I apologize about that, guys. My dang phone got hot and turned off Texas heat. It's something, you know? Anyway, slightly crooked but carrying on. Um... So what I was saying is, is that uh, instead of actually saying football, I'm gonna make it for jujitsu because I know a lot more about that, really. So anyway, uh, so let's just say you learn how to do a certain attack, okay? A very particular niche move. First thing you do is you learn how to do that move. Then you learn without supervision. Then you learn through the implementation of drilling it over and over again. You're not you're not using it live. You're just drilling it, and then. You go to practice one day, okay? Uh, you go to class one day, and when you try it live, you try that one move from all angles, everywhere you can, to be versatile at that one thing, okay? Then, after that, then you've learned it. Then you got it in the bank, right? The last part of efficiency doesn't actually stop there, though, as far as the scientific method and, and just the collective whole in general. 
when you're no longer making that a, a distinct goal of that exact one thing that you're implementing from all angles, like you did that one day or days, right? After the implementation of drilling it and knowing how to do it and then trying it live from every angle, everywhere that you can, every way that you can, okay? The last part is mixing it up and essentially going live or competing or just rolling and practicing with people, okay? And not necessarily going for it, but just knowing that it's there. You have built it into you to where if you see that opportunity, if something else is available that you can attack with, then you're gonna get that. But if you're new, if your new tool, right, and your whole little toolkit, so to speak, is there, you have gone through the proper fa uh, uh, stages to correctly implement it at that exact time because you observed it, you learned it uh, uh, through with, with uh, supervision, hands-on, right? Without supervision, you've drilled it and you've implemented it multiple times in as many different ways as possible. Unfortunately, and again, just comparing this to jujitsu, uh, if you're going to jujitsu uh, or, or basketball practice, if there's not something that you're doing on that practice on your own, famous military expression, all right, you're wrong. Why? Because you should always be working on something to making yourself better. This could be in your cooking, in your personal relationship, or something like that. Because, again, back to Donald Rumsfeld, the, the basic scientific method approach, okay? If you're not, if you, you always have time to get better at something you're not good at, but also you should be using some of your thought to trying to open your mind to try to expand what what is it that you're not good at? Target it and get better at it. That's A. And then B, also target and try to open your mind and expand your thoughts and think to yourself, like, what are you unaware of that you can be aware of? How do you how do you open your mind and relax enough to where you can actually start to evaluate, oh my gosh, this would be great to add to my to my skill set and so forth and so on, or something like that, right? So those are two different there's, there's the A, B, and the C. There's the A, which is learning something. The B, which is exploring your thoughts and, and getting better at things that you're not good at. And you can do this again in relationships, with your profession, et cetera, et cetera, fill in the blank, right? And then C, you don't want to be aware of something that, you're, uh, that you don't really know through someone else. You want to try to expand your thoughts, not just to the direct of what you know that you're not good at, but to the indirect that you're not really fully aware, okay? And you know, that can come more with just uh, relaxing, opening your mind. It sounds like it's pretty woo-woo stuff, but it's true. You know, those are different skill sets. Um, but again, it was kind of in a confusing kind of a way, but as, as well put as I think he could have said it was that director of the, of the uh, CIA. You know, things that you know things that you don't know and things that you don't know that you don't know. Again, that's a loose, rough translation of how he said it. Um, but it does speak volumes. And those are not just the A, learning stage, of the whole thing that I went through, but B, the next stage is um, uh, after after you've gone through the whole cycle of implementation, learning, and, and it's, in your, it's in your toolbox. It's like, you're good, you got it. It's a part of you now, right? You also have to, uh, to be a constant professional, 
to be a perfectionist, to be special, a specialist, right? How to focus on things that you're not good at and get better at them in the ways previously described, right? And then lastly, try to try to think about the things that, you know, you put a little bit of thought into it and you can think of it. What aren't you good at? Some might be, you know, staring at you in the face. Some you might have to think a, a, a little bit about. And you can do that. Just try to think, where are you getting stuck at? Where are you stopping at? Okay? Because there's no worse time than time wasted. Plain and simple, right? So if you, uh, if you fill your time with always getting better in one way or another, if you fully learn something and you want to know what's next, think to yourself, what are you not good at and how can you get better? And you think that you're good everywhere? Think more. And if you have a new thought, that's how you've been spending that time actively, consciously thinking, trying to find something new you're not good at, and you just, now you have something else to work on. So that's essentially it between the whole learning phase, uh, the direct phase of um, figuring out what you're not good at, and also trying to rack your mind, just trying to figure out okay, things that you might not be fully aware of like directly that you're not good at to get better at that. So it's a full cycle between the observation, learning, implementation, making it a part of you, then the direct knowledge as far as working on things that you're not good at, and then the C stage of, of this whole learning process, um, which is the uh, trying, to, trying to think. If, if something isn't direct, then you, you, you just start really just doing some thinking as far as what you're not good at. Or maybe not necessarily if it's like, if it's chemistry or it's basketball, whatever, a relationship, something like that. Things that you could do to get better at something that you're not really aware of. It's not, that's like probably the most challenging part. It definitely is, you know, because if you, if you interact with something constantly, constantly, and you see you're not, you're not, if there's a whole spectrum of stuff, this one niche thing you're not doing correctly, well, that's the easiest. The hardest part is that uh, not knowing what you don't know part, right? You ever have to really think that. And you can always learn. You can always get that. But you just got to actively think about it. You know, I found the best way to, to do that personally is to drive around with no sound, no music, or anything like that. The other part is laying in bed at night, all right, and just staring up at the ceiling. Your subconscious will start to work for you in overdrive. And uh, these thoughts will come to you, right? Um, uh, yeah, so if you put enough thought into it directly, trying to rack your mind, uh, your, your mind will essentially go in overtime and work for you uh, on the subconscious, and it'll come to the forefront. So that's my long rant. It's really important. And um, if you really want to be better at something, just use a scientific approach, scientific method. You know, you got to test things out also. That's another part of it, but on the assumption that you're not testing something, um, which which is a normal part of the scientific method. Uh, this was more strictly for learning um, purposes, something that you do know, but the only difference is if it's something new, okay, maybe it's a new solution, you're trying to create it, you have to test it out. You have to test it out before you continue to implement it. And uh, the last phase, the implementation phase is again, trying to, not just trying to drill it, but trying to do it with new factors, new problems, you know, uh, and the, uh, uh, and the doing it everywhere you can kind of a scenario that I previously mentioned. 
right? And if it, if it doesn't work at any point between there, all right, or if it takes some problem solving to get it to be better, that's one thing. But if it stops early on the process, or if you uh, if, if it has no success, well, then it doesn't work. That's part of the scientific method. It isn't just problem solving to make things work. It's knowing that things don't work and then moving on to something else. So anyway, with that being mentioned, hopefully something that I said is a little bit helpful. And if so, that's great. So anyway, I'm binge well done. Have a beautiful scientific day. I'm out. Peace.